everyone. You thought I was gone. And I was for a couple months. But I'm back. You all are probably like, oh, this girl picked up podcasting as a manic hobby. And that's not wrong. But I'm still here. I'm back. And I have so much I want to share with you all. So I'm super excited. I'm just going to let you all know that if it sounds like a bunch of white noise behind me, it's because I moved behind the airport. So you hear airplanes taking off 24-7 at all points of the day. I've become like very, you know, I don't notice it anymore. But when you have like a microphone that picks up even like a slight air conditioning sound, it picks up everything. So you're going to hear some airplanes. Ta-da! Okay, so while we're on this whole, hey, I'm back, you probably all want to know why I left in the first place. And that's because I mentally was not okay at all. Um, my first semester of senior year, I was going through some shit and trying to play it off like nothing was wrong. I mean, I was making podcasts about, here's how to take care of your mental health. Here's what you can do if you're feeling like this. Here's what you can do to live a good life. But it was like, I'm preaching to the crowd. But am I applying any of that to my own life? No. And it got so, so, so bad that I'm like, I need to stop. Because one, I'm not being myself on here. Two, I've got to get help. Like, why am I you know, wasting my time doing this when I could be getting help for myself. And three, it was just not enjoyable anymore. I like was listening back and I'm like, ew, I sound like that. Like, why am I talking about this? Like I'm some psychologist because I'm not. So I think I also wanted to rebrand the podcast and make it more about who I really am. Like not on Instagram, not on Facebook, not Like the ones my friends get to see, the quirky, goofy, all over the place me. Not some, hi, let's talk about mental health. Because that's not who I am. So very shortly after my last podcast, I hit like rock bottom. It was like I saw everything I had done that first semester of senior year flash before my eyes. I realized I fucked up a lot. I fucked up a really good relationship with someone that was potentially really good for me. But I was so like not okay that I ruined that. I realized I was in a ton of toxic friendships that were just not good for me. I had no self-respect. I was doing dumb things just to do it. And, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to graduate in four months. Like, I got to get my life together. I got to get a job. I got to move out. So it took me really begging and praying and talking to my family about what can I do to appreciate life again? Because right now, I don't feel that. You know, the guy that I, he broke up with me, but it doesn't matter. The guy I was with was like, I really think, you know, if you got help, it'd be really good for you. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Ultimately, a first to get him back. Obviously, he's not back still, so that was stupid. But I needed to get help for me, and it took me a while to realize that. But I found a outpatient 
treatment group and outpatient. I was doing online because the reason I chose that method was because I needed to graduate. And if I were to go inpatient, I would not graduate in time. I'd have to pay for another semester. I didn't have the time to wait for inpatient. And it was just going to cause a lot of problems in my life. And at first I'm like, how the hell is Zoom going to fix me? You know, like there's no way you can get anything about anything out of Zoom therapy. But I gave it a go and it honestly changed my life. I also made the decision while I was in therapy to um, delete all social media and log out because I just noticed how bad it was. Thank God for Snapchat memories because I was able to like look back and I'm like, 200 people saw my life unfold. Like people that are subscribed to me on Snapchat have a front row seat to watching my life fall apart. Very sad, but so true. And let me tell you, social media cleanses are amazing because I don't know. I had nothing to worry about. I didn't have to know who was doing what who was doing when, who was doing why. That makes no sense, but you get the point. It was like me, my therapy, my school, my ducks were in a row for once. I was not searching for my ducks anymore. They were there. And that was really nice. Like at the end of my program, I was kind of like, hmm, a flip phone. That doesn't sound too bad. Even though that program was remote, I really found myself and I really understood my strengths and weaknesses in this world. You know, every day we had these new group therapies and my favorite group was relationship skills because it made me realize that I honestly was very toxic, but there was a reason why these behaviors were coming from me. And it was due to a lot of past trauma that I was ignoring, that I was kind of burying in the ground, pretending it didn't happen. But when you acknowledge those things, you're like, shit. It made me sad because I'm like, had I not done these things in some of my previous relationships, it might've worked. But you know, I thank my last boyfriend for coming into my life because had he not, I would still be acting the way I was and I would have never gotten help. Like, to my ex, thank you so much because I am thriving. I also learned that the mental health system is so flawed. Like, I obviously was not in a crisis situation and I was still put on a wait list for care. Now think about somebody who's like really suicidal or really, really struggling. And you're like, man, I could die today, tomorrow. I don't know when. And somebody on the phone is like, yeah, it's going to be three months till we can help you. This is why people don't make it. This system is flawed. And guess what? I wrote a eight-page paper about this in one of my classes, so I got my frustrations out. But this treatment program made me realize, wow, this is a really effed up thing that America puts on mental illness. 
I know other countries don't have this issue, but I really don't know. Then after the program, I was like, okay, so I got to cut out the toxic relationships, got to cut out all my friends. And second semester was really lonely because I had like two people on campus that I considered healthy friends. But on my 22nd birthday, I had all of my healthy friends there and just seeing nine people who really care about my well-being and my safety and my health and weren't pushing me to, you know, binge drink or do other things like we're genuinely like if you don't want to drink, girl, then that's okay. And like if you want to go to the zoo for your birthday, do it like it was so different And even to this day, those are my best friends. That's my support group. They know me. They know my limits. And they would never push me or edge on manic behaviors. They know me. And I'm so glad I found that. So, yay, we covered topic one, which was mental health care. And where the hell did I go? I went to the mental hospital. No, I'm just kidding. I got help. I got help. And I'm better now. Okay, so a next. Another really cool thing that happened while I was gone is I moved out. I knew post-grad life, I just mentally could not go back home. Like, I would fall apart. Um, I knew I was going to need some money. So that's when I started applying for jobs in, like, December. So I would have something immediately lined up for graduation. Well, something did come up, and I'll talk about that later. But I was like, crap. I got to move now. So my friend and I went and toured apartments. So I have a roommate. She's awesome. Very different than me. Like if you met both of us, she'd be like, why the hell are they living together? Every day I'm like, why did you pick me? I'm insane and you have your life together. She's actually two years older than me, and she went to the same college as me and was in my sorority, but we were not very close in college. I think my first interaction with her was me oversharing about some drama, and she's just like, yeah, I get it, girl, I get it, and probably thinking this girl is a lunatic, but you know what? We live together now, and so many people are like, I would never expect that. We actually live very well together. We do have some different, I wouldn't say living styles, but she was like raised way different than me. My family is very go with the flow. We don't really, I don't know. It's not that deep to us. Like I didn't know people froze things to preserve them. Like we just throw shit out when it's bad, but she's like, let's prep our chicken, prep your chicken. And that's normal. But I didn't know that. I'm like, oh, we just throw it on the pan. No, she like cuts things off and like seasons and does this and that. And I'm like, oh shit, for real? Like maybe my family's weird. And like she makes a list before she goes to the store. I don't. But this is why my life is so discombobulated. So she has helped me in so many ways. Like just have a more organized life. She is clean just like me. Yay. So our apartment is clean. Most of the time, most of the time there's just crap laying around because I work from home. So my stuff's everywhere. Oh, look, the air conditioner's coming on. You're going to hear that too. And airplanes. How nice. But yeah, it's a good living situation. I have my therapy cat Winnie with me 
and she has a dog named Piper that pisses me off, but she's so cute that I just let her piss me off. So the day we toured apartments, we made like seven or eight appointments thinking, yeah, we got this. And my dumb self wore heels. And towards the end of the day, I was just walking around these apartments barefoot. Um, I had to ask a leasing manager for a cup of coffee because I was like, I'm going to fall apart and rent in Charlotte out of this world. But, you know, it's funny. The last place we toured, I'm like, Lauren, I'm ready to go. I don't want to see it. I don't care. I'm probably not going to like it. We fell in love with and we signed two weeks later and we love it here. It's great. We did get new management, and they're not as nice as the old ones. Boo-hoo, but I like it here a lot, and it's just so much better living on your own. Um, My bathroom and bedroom are all green and nude colors, and it's, like, plant-themed. All of our decor and, like, our couch and stuff, Amazon or Facebook Marketplace. I don't buy anything that's full price. We go to Marshalls and HomeGoods a lot. Uh, we pre-buy all of our groceries. We have lots of plants. It's just very at home here, and I love it. And, you know, we don't have any tapestries. Like, what? When you're an adult, you can't have tapestries. So now I have, like, 50 tapestries in a box in my garage at home. So if anyone wants tapestries, I got you. My favorite things about the apartment, um, I have a balcony and... I'm like obsessed with balconies. I just love them. When they asked, oh, what's like a must have for your apartment? I'm like a balcony. And we have so many windows. We have, let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, five windows in the living room. And each of us get two windows in our bedrooms. So most of the time we have the lights off and natural light. And I absolutely love that. And the good thing about, you know, being behind the airport is one being close to the airport, but we get to watch the sunset every single night. And it's cool because you see airplanes taking off and landing while that's happening. And it's just so beautiful. So I usually take an evening walk or have a glass of wine on my balcony and watch the airplanes in the sunset. So I don't know my mental health being on my own is so much better. I won't say I don't have bad days, but more good days than bad. And I just love it. I highly recommend if you have a job, if you are able to afford, move out away from your family. I mean, I'm still 45 minutes from home, but still it's just so much better and fresh. I'm in a place where no bad memories are attached. Nobody has hurt me. Nothing has happened. All good vibes. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I have a Starbucks walking distance, and that's where all my money goes, but that's okay. I love it and would do anything for my Starbies. So as I said before, I started applying for jobs in December because I wanted to have something so I could pay rent after I graduated and I could move my stuff from college immediately to the new place. I don't like having my stuff in multiple places at once. That really stresses me out. That happened a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. Um, I got second interviews for so many places, and I'm like, damn. Maybe I should do interviewing for a living. Like, put me on Ellen. 
But I also got scammed by this company. I'm not going to say its name, but, you know, it made me seem like I was getting into a big marketing job. And really, I would be standing in the local Walmart selling Spectrum packages. They were very rude to me when I started questioning their motives. Couldn't give me a website. Couldn't give me an office location, any of that. Thank God for my parents for like really researching the places I apply for. Because I could have fallen for that. Silly me. I did get a job. I cannot say where. However, I love it. It is in Charlotte. And I do marketing and communications, basically in the apartment industry. That's really all I can say. But it's cool doing something you learn for four years as your job and getting paid to do it. I'm still learning a lot. I'm really hard on myself. Like my creative vision may not be someone else's, especially my boss's. Like her vision is very clean cut. Mine's very, oh, this is cute. Look at these colors. And in the professional world, you can't do that. Like at one point, her and I were like, hey, I'm going to need you to take a graphic design course. Hurt my feelings. But now that I've started this graphic design course, I'm like, she was right. This is so good for me. Like I'm learning how to be creative. I understand what, you know, looks professional and looks childish. And I don't blame myself. I mean, I worked for a nonprofit as an intern doing social media and marketing work. And, you know, their brand is targeted towards children and moms and, you know, families. This is for apartments. You're not going to want to see all these cute little graphics and, oh, I love the colors. It just doesn't work. But I'm learning so much in this job and I love going to work. I work hybrid, so I work several days in the office and several days at home. Works just fine for me. And I'm just happy. Like, I got my life together in such a short time. Yeah, so there's my life. Oh, and there's two more topics. You thought I was done. Nope. Y'all asked for longer podcasts, so... Instead of doing three topics, I'm going to start doing five just for you. So yesterday I like casually came out of the closet. Oh, I feel weird saying that. I mean, my whole life I've known I'm not just straight. I had a crush on a girl in the fourth grade. Nobody knows this but me. Yeah, I've never liked just guys. I think... I don't know. I just was scared. I was raised in the church. My parents are very, you know, it's this way and this is how it is. They're accepting people. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like not something I wanted to face. I thought it was, oh, it's maybe my bipolar disorder. But, you know, after literally falling off the face of the earth and reevaluating my life, I'm like, well, junior year, I started to like low-key hint it to my friends. Like, hey, I'm not straight. I'm bi. And they're like, well, have you ever, you know, tried girls? And I'm like, "Mm, I've kissed them, but that's it. Uh, We don't have to go into details, but a couple months later, yes, I did. I liked it. (laughs) Um, But it was like my friends knew. If people asked, I would tell them, but I was never public about it. And then yesterday I was doing all my pride posting because pride's so important. It's such a great month. 
We need to love everybody in the LGBTQ plus community. We need to accept people's pronouns. Mine are she, her. Um, but I found this thing and it was like, hi, I'm bisexual. If you support me, then say hi back. And I just like put it on my Instagram story thinking nobody was going to notice. And when I'm at work, I can't really use my phone, especially when I'm in the office. Like I'm in meetings, I'm doing this, I'm running around like a chicken with its heads cut off. And I come back and I have like 45 DMs. I'm like, what the heck? And it was just so much love and people sharing similar stories. So many highs, I support you. And oh my God, girl, I've known forever. Like shit, (laughs) I thought I hit it pretty well. But that was super cool. I don't really like the concept personally of coming out. I mean, I think it's something that should be celebrated. But for me, it's like, I like who I like. My person is my person, whoever that is. Um, it's not something I want to celebrate necessarily. You don't need to give me a cake. It's just accept me. I'm no different. And I think that's why I was like so scared to like tell people is I don't want to be viewed differently because you know people do that. And I'm like, no, it's just me. And so this is kind of like where my next topic comes in. Everyone's favorite dating. Um, yeah, I did start exploring girls. I like girls. I don't know if I will... I I don't know. That's my business, sort of. But yeah, dating guys and girls at the moment, I guess you would say I'm bisexual. Um, But dating apps, once again, still shit. I've gone on so many dates with people recently. Like at one point, oh my God, this is so embarrassing to admit. I had dates lined up like every other day. And I think that's okay because... You know, before my big life transformation, I was going on dates and settling immediately, not even knowing the person, but I wanted to be loved so bad that I was like, okay, we're dating. It's been a week, but we're dating. Two weeks in, oh, I love you. Three weeks in, are we going to get married? Four weeks in, bye. So now it's like I see these people with you know, boring ass personalities. And before I'd be like, all right, I can change them. I can make it work. You can't change anyone. And I learned that. So if someone is giving you the egg slightly, or you're just like, "Mm, this isn't someone I can see myself dating or marrying, or like, I know you shouldn't think ahead, but why settle? I have that written all over my therapy notes because I think for years I was just settling just because I was so alone and I wanted someone to confide in. I wanted to be heard. I wanted to be felt. And it's like I was settling for such crazy toxic people and I wish I had saved myself, but this is why the whole dating around is like really working for me. Because if I got the ick, goodbye. And it's casual, nothing crazy. I don't think I'm ready to be serious right now, but this is so nice because I can weigh out what is it I like? What is it I don't like? And I really am finding myself through this process. But there's some weird people on these apps. And as you all know, I'm banned from Tinder and Bumble. Not for anything bad, but sometimes I get silly when I drink and 
I don't know. I send people fart noises <laughs> on the like voice memo thing. I don't know what it's called. You know what I'm talking about? Like on iMessage where you can be like, you hold the thing down and it records a voice memo. They have that on Tinder and they have that on Bumble. And I was using fart noises and I thought it was hilarious, but I got reported so many times that I got banned, whatever. So Hinge is my only hope at this point. And I'm still not meeting anyone. I don't know. People just bore me recently, but maybe it's because I know what I want. And that's okay. And I'm so glad I'm okay with that and not settling. And it's like somebody gave me a new pair of glasses. Like I see people in life so differently and I love waking up every day and I know my person's out there. I may be lonely, but why would I settle for something that doesn't make me happy? My person's out there and they're probably like, hmm. I hate that I'm so single. And then they're going to end up with a clown like me. I'm very optimistic. But am I dating casually? Am I in love with anyone? No. Do I have a boyfriend or girlfriend? No. I'm just out here learning. I've not found the one or anything. If that answers a lot of questions. Now, have I adopted any pets? No, I've done so good. There's been so many times where I'm like, I'm going to take this kitten in. Or look, there's a bunny rabbit that needs a home. I'm going to take it in. I have not because I don't want to pay pet rent, unfortunately. I am broke. But yeah, that's pretty much what is happening in my life. I'm just really, really happy and very me. I graduated college. I'm on my own. I got a job. I'm okay. So podcasting will be coming back. I just appreciate you all being so patient and the people that have been with me during these few months where I was getting my life together and sitting in on vulnerable conversations and, you know, really being like, girl, are you good? Like, yes, I am now, but it took me a while, but I'm okay. Now all you nosy people can go send these to your friends and are like, hey, there's that crazy girl again, but I feel okay. I would rather you all know who I am than some phony little, hi, let me tell you about psychology today, because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> okay, so podcasting is coming back. I'm really excited, and you guys can send me topics you want me to talk about, and I will be so much less phony. Like, we can dive deep into the nitty-gritty weirdo, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about, we'll do it. Also, now that I have a job, I for real, for real, for real am getting another mic. Like, it's in my Amazon cart right now. I just got to pay rent first, and then we're going to have guests. So if you want to be a guest on my podcast and you're in the Charlotte area, hit me up and we will make it happen because it's really weird sitting here by myself talking to my cat in the refrigerator, opening up to them about my problems. Podcasting is so weird. It's not like YouTube where you're like looking into a camera and you kind of have that, oh yeah, people are going to watch this. Like when you're podcasting, you're just like, hey, I'm just talking to the wall. But yeah, I sound really crazy right now. Promise I'm good. I will see you guys maybe next week depends because I get really busy so I don't know if I can do weekly podcast as of now but I will see you when I see you I'm not giving up on this yet okay bye